Welcome to the podcast, where three childhood friends from a small town who had nothing to do but watch movies. That's where we had the most fun then, and we're still having fun now. You are listening to Fans on Film. Disclaimer, we are not singers. And now you're lying to me. So how about this? From now on, every word out of your mouth is the truth. Or I'm gonna hurt you. Do you understand? Now what I could tell you. He said there would be another car to hold us up. But he didn't say anything about all this money. He didn't say anything about it. You were gonna rip us off? What's his real name? He says it's Chris Patches Coco. You're gonna take me to him right now. <laughs> Drive 2011 Nicholas Wine and Refn film. Funny enough, Tony, that director doesn't even have a driver's license. And this movie's heavily about driving, in a weird way. The trailers mislead it, because you think it's going to be an action-packed driving movie, like like Fast and Furious-esque, yes. and something like that. And that's why we were very, very disappointed when we watched it for the first time. Yeah, well, that's why we were wrong about this movie. Um, yeah, so the theme is movies are wrong about. I'm Shane Place, here with Tony Place. Take a fucking hike. I want to do this podcast by myself. <laughs> I just fuck with you. How are you doing, Shane? How's the fucking leg? I paid my dues. <laughs> <laughs> dude, how good is Ron Perlman? He's Ron Perlman f- is good in everything. Dude, he's a fucking scene stealer in this. And he looks like a fucking shark. You think they like made him look like, <laughs> like a shark? Whoa, whoa, whoa. A lone, like, like a lone shark, because I think that's what he does. He loans people's money and then beats them up. Well, I can't disagree with the assessment of Ron Perlman because everything he's good in everything like as I said before I've been getting like bombarded with Hellboy videos and uh, yeah he's so good in that and he's such a different character than this but remember that movie watching together Desperation as soon as he goes away the movie or uh, the miniseries it just sucks even though (laughs) Tom Skerritt is good (laughs) but um, (laughs) that's just for some reason flashing my mind where he's taken a pierce Tom Skerritt and then (laughs) Um, Ron Perlman like rocks off in this good interaction and just how he like claps his hands and he goes, Oh, you're that writer. I love you. <laughs> yeah. He's such good screen presence. Yeah. It's like it's completely different to everyone else's. It's kinda of, kind of like Goodman, eh? Uh, like a big guy. Ben, who's more charismatic? I think Ron Perlman takes a cake. Because he's like more intense. Ron Perlman's I guess he's like, more of a he's more of a he can be more of a leading man as well. Goodman's yeah. way more of a supporting character. And Goodman's, like, nice and you want to be his friend. Perman's, like, you always like, what's going on with this guy? He can play villain and hero. Convince At the same time. Because he could be um, conceived as a hero in this, couldn't you, wouldn't you think? <laughs> to who? Who's he a hero to? I don't know, to his brother. Oh, I don't know what they are. Brother? Actually. I don't think they're who brothers. Who is Albert Brooks and why is he cast in this role? Because I feel, like, miscast or, like, stunt casting almost. Yeah, I've, stunt casting is a good word, but I think he does a good good job. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't like his character. I think he sucked, to be honest with you. I mean, he played something similar out of sight as well, didn't he? Have you seen out of sight? Yeah, but doesn't he play like a sort of like a loser? Is it? Is he in out of sight? 
Yeah, he, he plays, plays like, like a mobster convict, in it. right? No, he plays like an accountant that knows something. But doesn't he betray him all? And then, like at the end of the movie, it's like his his mansion. Uh, I can't. Remember. I haven't seen that movie in years. But I don't mean. I don't think. I don't think he plays a hard ass. I'm pretty sure George Clooney protects him in prison. Yeah, and that's it, like. And then he's like on a vengeance towards him because he's like a bit of a Weasley character. But it's like yeah, I don't know, uh, the big bad guy doesn't uh, matter. But um, no, I don't know. I didn't really like Albert Brooks in this. Um, I know, there's something. There's something menacing about like it's this whole movie. This whole movie has a a different sort of rhythm. Yes, it's, it's, it's strange. Like yeah. even our villain isn't like super menacing. Like he he comes off as nice, but there's something about like underneath the surface, just there like, that's kind of disturbing. Well, that's, I agree with you, Tony. Like this movie is very limited though in its whole aesthetic. Like it has a high floor but low ceiling. So it can only go. It can only get so good, and then it just. I know it's in its own way, because as soon as it starts picking up pace, because like it is a slow burn movie, right? Oh, it, oh, no, I wouldn't say slow burn because that yeah. opening scenes or the opening scene, the opening robbery. Yeah, the guy has talent. Like he has talent. He can actually make a really good scene. Yeah, he can shoot it well. He can shoot it. Shoot the action well. Like it's yeah. you know interesting to watch. Like a lot of moving parts, like moving cars and whatnot. Yeah, it's like at the very start when you he's like in his motel room on the phone, whatever, and you see like the game. The Clippers game or the NBA games on. It's like, oh, he's in the he's in the sports. It's like, what the hell? And then like he turns on the radio, it just keeps coming on. It's like, what? What's going on here? It slowly reveals like that's his plan. Yeah, that he's gonna go. Like that's how he's gonna lose the cops. That's his getaway plan. Yeah, like leave just go to as, Center. Yeah, well, as the game's over. Yeah, get in there. Or is it cri- or crypto? The crypto arena now. Yeah, well, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, basketball, but it's cool. Um, how like the game almost narrates what he's doing in the car. Oh, Blake, Blake Griffin with the rebound and the blow. Yeah, like, yeah. He's doing these cool Match, car matches movies. the action. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know, he has like a lot of talent. It reminds me of this um, interview he was doing with William Freakin. And William Freakin, I don't know, the director of Sorcerer and Exorcist. Um, mm-hmm. You can totally tell, like, I get a feeling there's like not much respect for this director. And I agree with him. I reckon this guy sucks. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've only seen one movie from him, and this is this movie, and I fucking loved it. So well, he directed good. Bronson. Which we haven't seen yet, which I would like to watch because Tom I Hardy. I've, I think I've watched that a- ages ago. Well, then you would have seen another one of these films, Tony. Five or six years ago, I think Hardy was memorable, but I'm pretty sure it was like pretty weird in some stages. And he also directed Only God Forgives, and like a re-team up it. with Ryan Gosling. Was that other like two that, years after or something? I think it was 2015. Like so it was like oh, four okay. years after. But like this movie was like a critical darling, which yeah. is beyond me. I don't know. I thought it made a lot more money than it did. So it was like a $15 million budget, opened $11 million. Is it worldwide, to- though? No, no, that was just its opening weekend in the US. Yeah. It's gr- total. So that's a pretty good opening weekend in the US. $11 million. It's yeah. almost recovered its whole budget. But then its total gross, I don't know when they stopped like, calculating, was $35 million. And, and the so worldwide made, gross was made 78. double its budget, right? Yeah, like it was like a hit, but I thought it was like a bigger. A bigger hit because I remember I was so hyped about this movie. As you said, that trailer totally misleading. Mm. And there are Wait, elements I, of the movie that I liked. Yeah. What well, the big trailer moment for me was the the <laughs> hammer and the bullet on the guy's forehead. Yeah, and that was I mean, set up. Holy shit! That was set up perfectly too. With mm. like the little kid giving the bullet. Yeah, I know. I, I love like I do, holy crap. This that, movie's gonna be action packed. <laughs> it's gonna be so cool. Revenge, <laughs> venge, uh, mad vengeance movie. The main character, vengeance wise. Like, you find like Not a lot really. of those, 
Well, he is. He's sort of like avenging. Well, not I know. Shannon? Maybe protecting. Yeah, he's more protecting. His name's Shannon, is it? Shannon is Cranston's character. Avenging him, I uh, guess. And what about Standard, which is Oscar Isaac's character? <laughs> I don't think he's standard. really doing anything for him. Well, like, I don't know. Is the driver a loser? Yeah, well, that's the thing. A lot of criticism towards Ryan Gosling. Some people love him. Some people hate him. No, but, I mean um, the character. Is the character a loser? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the way he portrays the character. So, people saying he's like a socially awkward, like, loser. <laughs> like, he doesn't know how to interact with people. And other yeah, people because- are saying, like, oh, he's just a, you know, alone the type, you know, hottie, blah, blah, mm. blah. Is he too good looking, Tony? Oh, actually, there's some saying. Because I, I, ra- I never rated him before. It's like, oh, he's the guy from The Notebook. Well, like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, same sort of thing with Patterson. I'm just like, fuck. maybe it's a bit of envy there. I'm like, fuck this dude. But Tony. But, no. Yeah. He's, he's not like gruff. He's like a has boy band looks. He's pretty boy. Yeah, he's a boyish. He's a pretty boy. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. But exactly. Like <laughs> imagine having I don't know who's a grizzled looking actor like Harrison Ford or Hugh Jackman because Hugh Jackman was cast in this role. You're joking. Yeah. No way. What yeah. happened there? Why did he they replace him? I don't know. Jesus, that'd be so. He's doing X Men. Oh, no, it wasn't 2011. Was that X Men Wolverine mm. Legacy? Whatever it's called. 2009 was Origins. Uh, Maybe the- well, it was 2011 first class. Who's doing a cameo? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would, you know, bombarded <laughs> this movie. Yeah, it's like, to do that cameo. Do Maybe there was like a argument with the director. Who knows? Um, yeah. I Maybe. Know. I feel like Hugh Jackman would have totally killed it. Cause I, I think it would be a different movie, to be honest. Yeah, a better movie. Uh, dude, there's not a much he's movie. doing. Yeah, 100- I don't know. But like Kerry Mulligan, there is some chemistry there. Are they in a the movie together again? These two? Ah, I don't know. She's good, though. I loved her in a Young Promising Woman. Yeah, so she's good with any other counterpart, I think. I feel like she yeah. just, I don't know, she's very, well, like her and Brian Cranston, and then people yeah. in this movie, they actually bring this movie a bit of warmth. They smile and have a giggle. Oh, and, and the stuff. kid, too. The kid, yeah, yeah that's, he's not doing he too much. Act. He just stares at the, the leader. Like, is it, but kids do that, though, which is accurate. Like, he's just like, yeah. Do weird shit like that. Like just look at, but like she's he needs a father, the kid, and I found yeah. that whole relationship was pretty hectic. <laughs> but like well, Oscar Isaac, he killed it. He killed it as like the fucking bum. Well, not bum, but like convict dad. Like, is he a, a pedophile? Is he because he's? <laughs> I feel like he's just he just sleazy. Like, it was she a was good, seventeen. No, but she was seventeen. Yeah, it was a really nice detail when they said. Yeah, he was like, oh, <laughs> so it was illegal, huh? <laughs> yeah, because you, you totally tell it. Like, she was too young. Yeah, and this guy's like sweet talking her. Took advantage of her, and like they, I think she got pregnant that night. Even yeah, he said like one year later. You, but actually, he said one year later. So I, for, I, don't know. I feel like it was months. definitely like in lust. The kid was conceived, not love. And like he went to jail. Obviously, he's a bad dude. Mm. And then like when they see each other in the hallway, he's like, "You've been helping the family out, huh?" <laughs> As he's like trying, to, I think he's trying to staunch him. He's trying to staunch him, or, or what's the? He's trying to eye, eye him up. Like, warn, like trying to see like, what kind like, of man he sort is. Sort like warn him in a weird way. Yeah. No, like I think to see what kind of man he is. Like, are you going to do anything about this shit? And he just smokes at him. Like, what? Yeah. I ain't scared of you. Yeah, well, it's this whole thing, man. He's like a silent, tough guy. But that's, yeah. So, Tony, I'll give you like a, a good question. Um, so, at the pyramid of tough guys, right? How would you rank these people? Snake Plissken, the man with no name. So, Clint Eastwood, just pick a movie. Vigo yeah. Mortensen from History of Violence. Leon the Professional. John Wick, Andy Dufresne, and Maggie. What? 
Whoa. How would you, where would you place Andy him? Dufresne. Yeah, he's very much like this character. Doesn't say much. He's not badass. No, but, no, but that he's stoic, just like to himself. Did you say Maggie Simpson? Yeah, well, that was just like a little joke for the audience. <laughs> but you can definitely, she's silent. She does a lot of things. No, she's not even in the list. All right, she's not in the list. <laughs> but are you taking Andy Dufresne out? Yeah, Dufresne's got to go. All right, so John Wick. What, what was his big moment? Like his most badass moment is like... Crawling through you, shit. <laughs> no, no, that or if you put your dick in your mouth, I'm like... Yeah, stand it up to off. The, well, you could just say stand it up to the sisters. You always go... This is what I'm saying. We need Quentin back on saying that's sus. Say sus. Yeah, no. sus. And that apparently he was a hit saying sus and whatever other little button catchphrases he was saying. So, yeah. Snake Pliskin, Virgo from History of Violence, Leon the Professional, Clint Eastwood, John Wick, and The Driver... Don't give him a character name, which is such a cliche. But um, I like it. I know you like it. So, what do you think, Tony? Does well, he- I think Snake's got to be first. Ooh. Snake Plissken. Because he's a, he's a smart ass on top of it all. Would you put, yeah. um, um, what's his name? Harrison Ford from Blade Runner? Which is Deckard? Decker, sorry? Yeah, Decker. He's sort of like that. Is it Decker? I don't even know his name, actually. I could be so wrong. It's um, definitely Richard. No, nah, I wouldn't put him in that. All right. So. Rank them. I thought I thought the other ones already. Vigo, Leon, Vigo, Vigo from History of Violence. So he beats him. So I'll, I'll just say the name. So you tell me if the driver is over them, since you have a bad memory. Snake Pliskin, Clean Eastwood, Vigo. Yeah, he's over. He's over Clean Eastwood. All right, Vigo. Nah, from History of Violence. Vigo. Well, I'm, I'm going off performances here. I think Vigo can play way more menacing than. I'm talking about the character in that movie. Yeah, because he's fucking badass as hell, man. You just need to take out like a whole, pretty much a whole like mo- yeah. a mob. But he's, just, he's I don't know. I get similar vibe perform, like similar vibe character performance. Um, John Wick, Tony. I don't know. I feel like he's overrated now. Oh, so you got to go well, driver over him. He's like a god, isn't he? <laughs> I don't he's, know what the fuck he is. <laughs> he, we didn't know him. Gun Fu, bro. Gun Fu. Yeah, I know. I know. I reckon it's cool though. Like he does take some hits. Yeah, but he's got a bulletproof suit. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was such a sleeper surprise hit. I remember watching it. It's like holy shit! This is actually not bad. I, I had such low hopes. It's, just like yeah, expect, first, it's all expectations. Well, yeah. this is the same time. The expectation when you watch this movie again. This is the second time you watched it. Well, the second time I watched it. Well, I was in Turkey and I was flipping through channels, and obviously most of it's not English. But this one was, and I was like, oh, it's Drive, and I watched like the, like a ten minute clip of it, like the ten minute window. But it was like halfway through the movie. I think it was near the Oscar Isaac scene, like you know him. Getting interviewed for the job. You look like you're hard to work with. Like, like that whole 10 minutes stretch. Yes. It's like, I've got to watch this again. And then I obviously didn't finish the movie. I was going to go back to Australia. What, well, no? Then you rewatched later, it recently. I rewatched it like last week. And I was like, holy crap, this movie's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's why you picked it because you were very surprised. And I don't know. I feel like this movie, Roller Coaster, starts out real strong. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, with that good thing. Oh, yeah. I thought it'd be good too in that scene. If it was like no chase, just him, just like navigating the streets, going slowly, pulling over, stopping. Is that you like that? Very, very, like how he just pulls off behind a yeah, truck, turns his lights off. Almost like that. How he just just, then, just no high speed chase, no just, high speed chase, just all calculated, yeah. just going like really smart in behind cars and stuff. And got, I like, I loved how he followed the police car. Yeah, that was pretty badass. But then, yeah, then it just kind of like turns into like a romantic film. How like the sees too far oh, in love. I wouldn't with say the too kid. romantic. Well, it's not very romantic. I think that, I don't know, the whole, that's what I'm saying. The dialogue, there's no dialogue, so you can't, they do it with like looks. 
and the it's music. It's an atmosphere you feel. You just seen a, a, a man that's probably never had a, like much of a family, finally finding one. Well, that's the thing. Kinda- People think he's like the scorpion, right? So like that's he who he is. He's like a killer. Like he can't escape. That. I thought he was the frog. Well, no, he wants to be the frog. Okay. And like, but he can't help be the scorpion. In his nature, he's he like he has the ability to kill people, but he just wants to like, be he a wants frog. To be the frog. Just, yeah. But you think about it, man. Like the whole like society or the world or like, the it, where he is, everything makes him like lash out and he's like the whole elevator scene. He stomps some dude like a scorpion or some shit. <laughs> I don't understand why he kissed her before he stomped the fuck out of him. Yeah. Is, no. Was it a distraction or was he like, all right, I've got to win this girl over because I'm about to smash this guy's head in and she's going to see this. So I'll go give her a huge kiss. Well, the thing is, man, like he's not a normal dude. Like as soon as he like loses his temper, like he doesn't he stop. Sees, he sees red. He's he was about to like beat. That's what I like about him too. Like how he he was gonna. He's not. Well, I shouldn't say I like it about him, but I do like how characters are flawed. So I like the flaw where he doesn't care about hurting a woman. No matter how he Christina Hendricks, he's gonna like yeah, speed her does, up. Does a James Bond? Yeah, slaps the shit out of information. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I love that. What did Sean Connery say? I think Sean Connery said that like in a live interview. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was when he was like, I think he was doing press for Hunt for the Red October. He's like got the old man look. Yeah. He's like bored. I think he said like it's sometimes okay to hit a woman. Yeah, I know. It's it's a like, very you know, dated way of looking at things. Yeah. Different different it art, art imitates life sometimes. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, got it like his hand over her mouth. That was a good scene too. Like that's what I'm saying. The movie really takes a dive when they go back to the normal I don't know, way. Is it noirish? Is that the what is that a good word to use? What's that? Noirish, yeah, noir. noir, yeah, it's definitely a noir, noir type film, neo noir, whatever you call it. Yeah, the music conflicts with the whole story. I don't the music know. is the best thing about the buddy movie. Is it why? It really puts you in the mood, like that that first song, which you're gonna put at the end of the podcast, right? Yes, I'll put whatever song you want, bro. That's the opening <laughs> song. Just when the credits pop up. Yeah, okay, I can do that. That's what I don't know how it really goes, but so the movie starts really good. With the heist, sort of like a heist, but it's like a heist getaway. Mm. And like, I find the movie peaks just after Isaac gets shot, which was so good. Yeah, because it's so quiet yeah. and it's like strolling out. Boom. Oh my God. And yeah. he stumbles, like, grabs his throat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy did double taps him. That's, you've already got him. You should be aiming for the driver of the car. The guy's dumb. Well, the is he in on it? Is he in on like. Like the pawn shop o- o- operator. Is no, no, no. The- okay. It's the it's the car next to him. Though mm-hmm. in on it. That's the whole idea. Was those guys only get the blame because they've been seen? That they would be dead bodies. Well, that's what the director is like. His forte too, like it's the use of silence. So that, that whole scene, it's like silent. He's like, look at his watch. You hear the yeah. girl's heels on his steps. Yeah, the tension. And building. then, like when you hear the gunshot, and then you also hear like Christina Hendricks like go. <gasps> Like she takes a deep breath and then like he like looks like he gets out of the car like to help, I think, and then he gets double tapped. And then next minute, loud getaway. Like then you have like a good, good ch- car chase scene. I thought like, holy shit, we have ourselves a movie here. Does like the whole like bullet thing. Goes to that cool. St- I love that. That's a good like good details too when he's in the strip strip club and like there's all the naked chicks around and he's like <laughs> beating the fuck out of this dude with a hammer. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. He must be such a douchebag in real life. Well, well not feel real, bad the, for him. The movie. Name, the only character's name's Cook. So pretty much, well, actually, he, does he deserve it for giving a bullet to a kid? That's Dude, pretty low. He's just like a little me. henchman piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but he, this thing about what happens to him. 
Okay, he gets his hand beaten up by a hammer. Like, his hand smashed him by a hammer. No, he was already beaten up too, Tony Nut, by the way. What do you mean? He was he, he got put through the ringer before um, the driver because the, the job up. didn't the job didn't go up for that hitch. Yeah, is that why? Because like the money, he didn't have the money. He didn't have the million dollars. Yeah, he got. He so, could see you. He was bruised up. So in the right, face he got he got, he got beat beat up, smashed up hand by a hammer. Yeah, he has to swallow a bullet. <laughs> he gets stabbed. He gets stabbed in the eye with a fork. He gets stabbed in the throat by by a butcher's knife. Three and times. that looks so like looks, I, I didn't buy it at all. Albert Brooks being a badass. Whoa. No, no. I think that's that's what's about it. Like he's not your usual character, like your usual actor. To it's funny because I did remember this stuff too. That's one. I don't remember anything. I remember nothing from this. Really? Movie. I remember the visceral except for shit. the the bullet hammer thing. That's it. Yeah, I remember that. The scene. And Cranston, of course, because I think everyone was loved with Cranston during twenty. Yeah, he was hot. Two thousand eight to twenty fourteen. Season three of Breaking Bad. So he's everyone like was in Emmy. love with him. <laughs> he's winning the Emmys. Did he lose wait for this movie? I don't know, but he actually does a very good performance in this because he knows exactly like what character he's playing, and like the character knows where he is on the ladder, like on the scheme of things. Like, yeah, I'm like a bottom rung sort of person. People have to walk all over me. Like, yeah. he he expects not to get his hand shaken from Albert Brooks' character, Bernie. I think his name is. Was well, that like a goodbye handshake? Wasn't it? <laughs> no, he only, he only shook his hand once. Like he goes like he wouldn't shake his hand at all. Because he shook, he shook uh, the driver's hand, but he wouldn't shake uh, Shannon's or Cranston's. Yeah. True. And the only time he does is when he kills him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, just like a goodbye type. <laughs> Which was no, like, I don't know, oh. like, slits his just like, it's all, it's over now. It's over now. <laughs> like, he cares yeah, about his that, that, so-called it. friend. No pain. Can't, oh, actually, I want to say it now. Well, that's what movie we're going to cover soon is Red Dragon. Is he in Big it? Big time. No, there's a similar scene to um, Norton, and it's this opening scene. You get Norton; he just finds out that Anthony Hopkins is the yeah I know, cannibal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stabs him. He stabs him. It's like, it's like yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like slipped into a warm bath. Like yeah. there's no pain. And yeah, very similar to that. Like, the, like, that was a good movie. I really yeah, enjoyed no, it. That's a, no, Tony. That's a thing. That's one of those movies that you didn't know. What was the theme again? <laughs> I forgot what, how we said it. You're wrong about movies. You're wrong, wrong about. So I'm pretty sure when we first time we watched that, we loved it because it has your boy Edward Norton. I still love it. But I still love Norton. It, yeah, the thing is, I thought it was like up there with Silence and Lambs. And obviously, I aged and I watched it again. It's like nowhere near the level. Oh, Even yeah. Manhunter. Manhunter. Sh- what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Red Dragon is the real Manhunter. Red Dragon sucks dick compared to Manhunter. I prefer Theans over- well, I don't know. You like, have to watch it. You what's that guy's it. name from uh, The Last Action Hero? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking the, the character's name? Slayer. Uh, is it Slayer? Slayer? Slasher? I don't know. But I prefer him over- Theans over Slasher. So it's, it's something. Reaper. Reaper. Ripper. Ripper. Tom Noonan. Ripper. Tom Noonan, yeah. yeah Tom I no- prefer Theans over Noonan any day of the week. I don't know, man. This is what made Noonan famous, by the way. That role in Manhunter. Man, Manhunter. Yeah. Francis yeah. Dollarhide. Dollarhide. And yeah, you that's be- a mad name, too. I've got to read that book, maybe. Uh, Michael Mann. Another movie I was wrong about was Heat. Um, uh, Brett Ratner. <laughs> fucking Rush Hour. <laughs> um, who does? Yeah, Mick G as well. We should cover Charlie's Angels. Because I love- Is it Mick G? No. I thought it was Brett Ratner that directs Red Dragon. No, no, no. He does. But Mick G directs um, Charlie's Angels. And that was another movie I love. What loved. the hell are we talking about that for? Because I just had to, in my mind, I was like a, a clip that was like doing the highlights. Oh, all cool, Jay, right? Is he in? <laughs> Charlie's Angels, remember? He's like on the airplane. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just remember Sam Rockwell. 
Yeah, doing the dance and, and dance his ass Crispin off. Glover sniffing hair and shit, whatever he does in that movie. It's a fucking mm. fun movie, bro. It's a fun movie. So and then Scary Movie 2 parodies it perfectly. Yeah, yeah with the crouching thing. So this movie here, Tony, yes. how much do you think Edgar Wright stole for Baby Driver? So I feel like Baby Driver is <sighs> like a, a funner popcorn flick compared to this. And I feel like... I don't think they stole it. Like the, the leads are very similar. Nah, I feel like he's more dancey because he listens to the actual music. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He's like moving around, like he's, singing songs. His forte is just driving. Yeah, and they're like, both very good drivers, but... But like, they get motivated but, by... But the driver ones, from... Tony, and they're both driver getting, from Drive is way more professional. Oh, yeah, true. Well, almost getting blackmailed like a little kid. He's just a kid, bro. Maybe he grows up to be driver. Nah. Could be like an origin story. I don't, he doesn't have it in his heart. He looks after like an old man... In Baby Driver, doesn't he? Yeah, he's too too. Yeah, there's like no edge to him compared yeah, to yeah, Ryan that's Gosling. perfect. There's no edge to him. I mean, Gosling, he's like like you were saying, he he's he probably a scorpion for a long time. And he's like, yeah. no, nah, I want to get away from this. Well, he's and good at it. It's so good because yeah, <laughs> Brian Cranston, his boss, he totally tells like he knows he's getting taken advantage of. But yeah, I, well, there's a that's part why he's he like, loses. Is, is the driver a loser because he, he works a job that he gets underpaid for? I feel like Tony, he does it. As a favor to like how pathetic Shannon is, like Brian Cranston, he feels character. that bad for him. Yeah, I feel like because there's a part where he's like, "Can you roll this car?" This is when they're discussing like his stunt driving. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Remember, I get half," and he like has a little smirk, like, "Yeah, yeah smirk, like fuck this, yeah." <laughs> but that fucking mask, oh my god, uncanny. No, it's like uh, it's like no. Travolta, it's dumbest, Travolta. <laughs> dumbest thing. No, it's good, man. You think it's, it's good? It's, it's just like creepy. It's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. It pointless. doesn't affect the plot at whatsoever. No, but I, it's it's a it's something cool. It's really why cool. is that cool? It looked pathetic. It looked didn't even look like real. No, it's not meant to look real. It's meant to like creep you out. Like what the hell? Yeah, is but this at least thing? use it to like people who've seen him died. People who've seen that mask died. So there's no point even wearing a mask. They're not going to be able to talk about it anyway. I thought no, he, he was doing there, recon with the mask on. But then he had, why was like. he wearing it then when he killed Perman? Ah, uh, to scare him for artistic choice. Yeah, you got drowned, it, right? Which is it's like, crazy. I don't know why yeah. they didn't show the deaths of Bernie, but Albert Brooks' character and Ron Perman's character, Nino. Why didn't what's they show the, the deaths? What, what's the reason for that? Because, um, well, they did. They showed like what Christina Hendricks' head getting blown to bits, and she did nothing wrong really. The elevator guy, you didn't really see him do. I know he's there to I, kill him, but it wasn't uh, anything like like he. They deserved to see that shit. I wanted to see but Ron you, Perlman you, suffer a little bit. But do you see the driver's kills? Do you actually see the after effects? You do. You see glimpses of it with the guy's fucking head being collapsed. Uh, yeah. I think maybe because if the dri- by the driver's hand, you don't really need to see it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's more impactful. It's good. That you don't see I do, it. Yeah. I do love that scene where he's in the bed bedroom and he's like frozen mattress up, slow-mo. He's looking at calculating what the fuck can I do. That's what's yeah. You do buy it. You do buy like he is capable. Like a lot of movies, it's just too fast paced. Like the, yeah, the whole John Wick thing, Tony. That's why yeah. he feels indestructible because this odds are stacked against him, and he just gets out of it and it's just like easy with this. Yeah, like at least the impossible. He goes for the impossible every yeah, time. Yeah, at least with the driver, there's a bit of tension there, and he's just and you buy it. There's only two dudes with shotguns, and like they don't, they don't know where he is particularly. They just think that, and they're just like obviously like dumbasses too. Mm. The way they approach it, but it was pretty cool. Definitely stabs him in the neck with like some glass. 
No, it was not with the shower pole. Whatever it was, I thought it was glass, but um, the shower curtain pole. Like, yeah, whatever he grabbed, it was just like, <laughs> and the blood all over his face. But I think yeah. twenty eleven. So how old were we? Like eighteen, seventeen. So we're definitely the wrong yep. age to watch because I was like put off by the gore. That's what I'm saying. This, the aesthetic of this movie is so weird. Like the score is like dreamy, whimsical. So it's like no way. It's like dum, 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 no. Dum, 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 dum. Oh no! That another. Yeah, actually, it is. There's like two yeah, sort like, of scores. You get like his dreamy feeling with it. Like, no, this is the part where they're falling in love and shit. Right. Yes. So, there's a lot of like tonal whiplash, which Shorty loves to say. And it's another thing. Shorty would love this movie. I think he would love it. Yeah, this, this is, is like the second time totally... we've done a movie that he would love. Yeah, but Dark Tower was one, wasn't it? <laughs> Dark Tower was one. I don't know. Is, and Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> this is the third time. <laughs> he doesn't like Rocky and Bullwinkle. He wouldn't hate that. But no, he would be good on it. Yeah, yeah, just to destroy it. So funny, because you know I see a love. Yes. He's like the opposite. Pacino's character is completely opposite to the driver's character. Because he wants everything to do with the family. And the kid. <laughs> and Frank's like the opposite. No, I feel like, Tony, that's the thing. He He's way in to Kerry Mulligan's like life is through the kid. Yeah, I, I feel like he always wants the family. Is, that's all he's missing. Because he, even when Oscar Isaac's back and they're talking about how they met, he's just over the smile on his face like, this is nice. This is a nice life to have. So he wants to steal Oscar Isaac's life. I don't think he wants to steal it. I think he's just going to wait in the winds. I feel like he's wow. he's waiting. He's biding his time, I feel like. And, and, and plus, he wants to be in the kid's life. As long as he's in that kid's life, Benicio's life, he, he's a happy man. Like, they didn't overdo Oscar Isaac's, like, position. Like, he wasn't, like, beaten up Casey Mulligan or whatever. Like, all he was was just trying to get back on his feet and he tried to get rid of... But so, uh, it's really good. Um, it's a really good scene. Or, like, I don't know. Like, a relationship between, like, the driver and Standard, what his name is, like, Oscar Isaac. Standard, yeah, is his name. Yeah, it's it really cool how... Because Driver kind of gets him back into that life. I know it's oh, like the only what? way out. I know it's. I know it's the only way out of life. But he kind of convinces him to like, "I'll come with you. We'll get do it." No, that's that was his only way out. But he was. But he was saying like, "I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it." Yeah, but then he, the kids are in danger. The, the girls in danger. They're gonna, get, they're gonna get their money no matter what. Yeah, but I, <laughs> it's pretty funny though. It was just like, I love how. Wouldn't you just love to be a, a um a loan shark in jail, bro? Because like, the interest rates are insane. Like he's like. You know, I get in out of jail. You know, I was in jail. I get, you know, I asked for two grand. I get out. The it's five grand. It's five thousand. Next week it's ten. Who knows? Twenty. <laughs> it's like fucking. Yeah. He's fucked. He's fucked. You're like a life debt essentially for two grand. That's bullshit, yeah. man. Tell it's cops. I shouldn't be telling this story because it's kind of a dog move. Just tell it. But I'm not going to use any names. A guy from work. They're not going to find out. Yeah, a guy from work asked you for some money. And yeah. I was like, we'll stand off. He's like, nah, man, nah, I can't. And he's, pretty much, he, he's like, he's like, yeah, please, man, I'm desperate. I <laughs> wouldn't be asking for you. Please. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck it. But I said, I need that money. It's Christmas time. My bills are coming. Well, so this I, recently. I really need it back. This is yesterday. Oh, my God. And then I give him the money, all good. And then later that day, I saw another work friend. Ask and then the we're talking thing. about it. And then he's saying like, oh, yeah, like race. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I accidentally said the name, but obviously you'll bleep it out. I'll edit it um, out. You'll edit it out, please. Yeah, that's fine. Um, he was like, yeah, I actually loaned that guy money two weeks ago. He still owes me it. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, are you serious? I wish you told me that like four hours ago. I would never loan him any money at all. So now he's not trustworthy. How much is it? Well, I loaned him 250 Oh, that's not a crazy amount. It's like two yeah. grand. No, <laughs> 20 <laughs> <laughs> And my mate, my other mate loaned him 330 
But it just sucks, man. I hate loaning money. Do you ask for like more than two fifty, or did you settle on two fifty? Uh, it was like first, it was like can't borrow a couple hundred. That's what he said, and I was like a hundred. I'll give you a hundred. He's like, no, I need more than hundred. What? No, that's so. Awkward. Yeah, and I was like, I can go two hundred, and he's like two fifty, please. I was like, all right, two fifty, but I need that money back Thursday. I need that fucking money, mate. And then yeah, remember but now the other workmate saying he's still he's still chasing the money up, bro. I bought him a thumpster. If you don't know what a thumpster is, it's like a little like <laughs> piece of shit type eBay bike. Japanese <laughs> fucking bike. They just go like I don't know, probably Fun as hell. sixty k's an hour. T- tiny, like probably up to your hip height, maybe lower. Um, but yeah, he never paid back for that. Time. It's like seven hundred dollars. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Don't. What are you gonna do about it? You're a bitch. You won't do nothing. He's he my knows friend. that. Yeah, no. Well, he, no, he knows you do nothing. Said, you do no. nothing about it. You burn bridges, bro. You just burn bridges. Um. It's just so crazy too, like how you go like, okay, you're the stunt driver, make this flip, put this mask on you. And like you look at the guy he's he's doubling for. He's that like, was a good shot. Dude, how many good shots? There so are good, good shots. shots he's, he's an artist. Like, he's good. He's good. I don't know. I just feel like his whole aesthetic is not my style. But well, anyway. It's, uh, it's, it's turned into my style now. But yeah, why? Because uh, <laughs> piercing. <laughs> Shorty's not fucking- piercing. That's very thing. It's more like the guest than piercing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they, they look the same too, sort of. Dan, yeah. Dan Stevens and the same vibe. But like the thing is, the guest is fun. Like they had, they learned to have this like is fun. Enter- pl- no, actually, they, they learned to fun. entertain this the is- audience, Tony. They're yeah. not entertaining you here. It's more like a no. The, character the, the, they're trying like to be shit. deep. They're trying to be like honest. They're not and- being deep. Be deep. They for are dialogue. being deep, dude. Are you kidding me? How are they being deep? Because they're Bro. staring at each other, and he's like, "You." The thing is, Tony, you're putting. You're you're meant to. Yeah, you're. You, you, you want to point. put on it. That's it's the whole, whole point, point of art. Yeah, exactly. You bring you bring the emotion to it. This is meant to. Yeah, it's meant to you put sound, you in a, an emotional place. You sound like the Mulholland Drive director, David Lynch. That's what yeah, he says. Let the audience do the work for you. He, he, apparently, he never d- explains what the movie actually means. Like, yeah, it means what it's you want it to. Up to your interpretation. <laughs> it's up to your t- interpretation. I'm not going to say anything. I like a movie with a bit more focus, essentially. I don't know. I it was fine. It was fun. It was a good movie. I really liked it. I did like their relationship briefly, but um, I did like the like spinners in the works they throw because the the addition of Oscar Isaac was fucking perfect for the movie. Because you like you liked where it was it was ripping up to. You thought it was yeah, going to turn to a, a different movie. Well, you I thought just, he was going to be a villain. Or? No, no, I didn't think it was a villain. I just liked how it was a bit of conflict there. For the yeah, characters. a good addition to the good addition, to the plot. and he wasn't like he wasn't a bad dude either. I felt kind of bad for him when he's like sitting there bloody faced looking at his kid getting picked up by Ryan Gosling, which is insane. Yeah, because he's like, <laughs> like, look at this. I'm, I'm a weak piece of shit. Look at this man <laughs> taking care of my, my son. I know. Being more of a father than I am. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But you know when you first meet Oscar Isaac? Yes. And he's, there's like his old toast is like, here's he's the pretty, second chance. He's a good looking dude too. Yeah, he's very good looking. <laughs> so but he's like, here's the second chances. He looks at his, like, his girl, no, no. his son. I actually thought that was like a fantasy going through. Gosling's head because the scene is overplay overlaid with him like at his desk like here in the party. Ooh, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is either because yeah. the same trash bag was he saw in the hallway, bro. <laughs> How could you imagine that trash bag? <laughs> True. <laughs> no, really um, but no, like just like, that whole scene, like you can see, like he can see his insecurity and anger as he's talking to like Ryan. This is Gosling. when he's torching. Yeah, he's, when he's like laying. Bloody. I just love it, like because you can totally. He's just an incredible actor. Like he's so good, and I, I don't know. I feel like he's definitely getting his um, his dues. Uh, his dues now, 
But um, what was that super sucker punch? Another shorty movie. Like, goddamn. Anything with yeah, Dave Sachs? There's little, little Moe's funny in that. But I no, but that. this is, I don't know. I've, I've wrote down in my notes, like, vengeance movies are, are always gratifying because, like, when it starts picking up and he's, like, on the, like, vengeance tour and just, they just You stop. wanted to see Benicio die, the little kid. I didn't want to see anyone fucking, I want to see the bad guys die. I wouldn't just you go on see a rampage. I know, exactly. They show you the That's shadow. the director subverting your expectations. In a bad way. In the, I reckon that's in the wrong way. You think it's a good. Way. You like it. You like how the guy's shadow is like collapsing, and you see, freaking yeah, because Brian Cranston is filling the blanks. You see, you see Brian Cranston's arm explode. <laughs> oh, explode! Just get pretty, pretty gnarly. He hits, he hits probably like three arteries in one slice. But like, yeah. So the whole like the ending with the whole sacrifice and angle, right? That's what he was doing. Like, he's pretty much never going to see her again. Drives away, and like they split up because he doesn't look <sighs> over his shoulder. I don't think yeah, he's ever. It's like two ways to look at this movie. He either died and like he's in heaven and like his dream is oh my God. to go to her and say, hey, I'm What I'm are you here. getting this shit from? Or he, <laughs> he, he lived and he has to like sacrifice his happiness just just to um, protect Irene and Benicio. But then again, why would you leave the money? Just take this. the fucking money. Because he doesn't want anyone chasing him for the money. He just wants but to get out. They're chasing him regardless. Who's going to chase him? People looking for whoever killed a, a mob boss. I don't think he's in a mob. I saw nothing like this movie too. These guys are not big time. These guys are just like a part of like the mob. But they're yeah. like lower tier. They're not even like on like I think they're at are they at the table? I think they're at the table. But Yeah, but they're like the on pennies. top of the table. They're at the table. They're like on in their location, they're top dogs. They're like untouchables, Tony. They're like the guy who gets beat up with a fucking Are they made man. men? No, are they made men? I don't think they're made men, because I don't think you made me made when you're Jewish. Didn't you watch Goodfellas? Jewish, well, like you have to be Italian to be. Um, yeah, you have to be from your mother and father have to be from Italy. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if they're actually an Italian mob. I think they are because they give him shit for being Jewish. I think so. Yeah, which definitely Albert yeah, Brooks is so. Jewish too, right? <laughs> <laughs> really, I thought he was Italian. But like, I thought he was a, was it a mully? <laughs> is yeah. that racist? Is that offensive? I don't know. Probably is. I think he just got us cancelled. Mm. But yeah, so. They're like no, no nobodies, and like what they're freaking out over a million dollars. No, I guess it the, was the they're stolen the, from the, their bosses. Yeah, they worry about oh fuck, if this, if this ever gets out, we're dead. But you think so about it, Tony. Just... If they find that, like the oh, hopefully the mob found the money, not the cops, probably the cops. But if the mob did find the money, they found Everbrook's dead, Perman's missing, the million dollars is there. Like actually, in the news, and they were reported too. Like owner of a stupid Italian restaurant was found next to a million dollars worth of cash. And they'll probably just feel like, okay, that's where our money is. Old mate's dead. Like they obviously didn't. It's over. The they have no. They have no leads now. I think any person who knew about Irene. Then why doesn't go back to Irene then? Because he just doesn't want to put it like in danger. Like because he's like, always going to be a scorpion. Yeah, maybe. attracting it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so what, what was this whole frog scorpion talk? Because I must have missed that. I knew he was a scorpion because of the All jacket. Right, so like it's, it's always stalking him. Where is it? Driver references the fable of the scorpion and the frog. A frog agrees to carry a scorpion across the river if the scorpion promises not to sting the frog. The scorpion does promise, but halfway across the river, he stings the frog anyway, saying, it's my nature. And they both, mm. dr- and they both drown. Yeah. Damn. So that makes sense. And the driver can be seen as the frog of the story. He, dri- he drives, he slash carries criminals around in his car, but is ine- inevitably, <laughs> but is inevitably dragged into the destructive world leading to everyone's da- everybody's downfall. Yeah. So does that actually get said in the movie? I think he says, like, do you know the story about the scorpion and frog? That's all he says. <laughs> I must have missed that. 
But um, I think I think he was during the final sit down. At, yes. the, ta- at the table, I did like he gives like a little smirk. So it's a scorpion. But Jane, he does have a scorpion on his back. Yes, so no, that's a big so clue. Always following him, and I hate that jacket. Oh, that's cool as. I love how the blood stains like stay on and it. He gets dirtier progressively. I still don't yeah, like it. It's nice. It's eighties glam rock bullshit. <laughs> glam rock. It's glam not rock. Really. It's no. It's not, dude. What's so wrong with like, a no- like the jacket was wearing at the very start? You'd be surprised. Like little, t- like little things like that would fix the movie, like make it better. I know it's like its own theme because it's was like, it like the denim jacket, wasn't it? What we, I don't know. He's a good looking guy, so he can pull off this shitty jacket. Pull right? off anything, man. Yeah, he's, he's like definitely like. Boost this movie to an next level because at least he's good to look at because half the time he's just staring. And that stupid yeah. watch on the steering wheel, I hated that little touch. Like, uh, yeah, he puts it together. Yeah, he, it's like yeah, he he's, it just, on he's just doing busy shit, like busy work as he's waiting. At least with Baby Driver, he's like playing. Well, the toothpick, you like the toothpick at least. Um, I don't think I like the toothpick either. That's just <laughs> okay. You like the hair. I know you like the hair. Hair's cool. Hair's cool. Yeah. His name is like he's a fake ass. Fucking. The gloves, the gloves are cool. Gloves are cool. driving gloves. Yeah, driving gloves are always cool. Yeah, I was watching an interview and he's like, "I want to play a character that people can dress up as Halloween." I was like, oh, "I don't think people are going to do that." Why? Well, it's not iconic. Like Patrick Bateman, you go as him as Halloween. Halloween characters to be just very memorable. Yeah, well, if you, I wear this jacket around. People go, like, "Well, that's from Driver." No one's going to say that. I reckon that'd be cool maybe if you wear the mask. People will, people as well. will get it. If you wear the mask. The, whole, the mask. Halloween mask. <laughs> yeah. The- as I said, man, Everyone like, would get that reference. I know they set it up early in the film, but I just thought it was just unneeded, unnecessary. Just no, show it's them, like, like Statham and Javolta had a baby. <laughs> I wrote it down before. I tried to say, but you wouldn't let me say. Face off, face off. Um, yeah. So, what, dude, that, okay. Ryan Gosling's career, right? So, Murder by Numbers, not a bad flick. Two thousand and two, awesome. That's an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Right Who's now. better in that? Is it the? Um, Is it Michael um, Pitt? It's Michael Pitt. Correct. Yeah, out of and he's also briefly in Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, he gets shot in the back, good cameo. Back in the head, that. yeah. As I said, man, good actors have good cameos. Um yeah, so he was in that briefly. And you reckon Michael Pitt's better? Isn't the twist like I don't know that I don't I want to hear anything. I'm just asking you. Oh, better. then definitely watch it then. If you don't remember, you have to watch it. Because yeah. I remember what it is now. Yeah, well who's better? Gosling. Really? Damn. Damn. I really like Michael Pitt. Michael Pitt. But they both have like the same sort of fucking face. The vibe, yeah. <laughs> the same like I want to fucking punch this dude. Especially like young Gosling. His face was like I don't know, he matured punchable. into it. Very yeah. punchable. <laughs> like when he had the facial that's why he had to grab the facial hair in the notebook. So that was his other flick. So notebook was pretty awesome. He did like Fracture three years later. He had a Hopkins. weird career post notebook because there wasn't really much going on until twenty eleven, which was his like coming out year. So he did. Was that the same year as Crazy Stupid Love too? Yes, Crazy Stupid Love. Damn. Drive in the Ides of March, which is like, I think that was like George Clooney directed movie. Yeah, Clooney. Yeah, so we took a photo big. of that that magazine. And then like the big short it. came out a couple of years later. Nice Guys, which was he was really good in. Um, I think Gangster yeah, Squad. He's actually sucked. he's got really good comedic timing actually. <laughs> yeah, he really does comedic timing. He's good. Yeah, he's a really good actor. But then like she hit the next level in La La Land. Like he's back. I like seen his that. Top that Dog. Good? Yes, the guy who directed Whiplash directed I that. I know it's Whiplash, dude, but it didn't seem like the vibe of Whiplash. It seemed like a like a happy movie. And then we got Blade Runner, twenty forty nine, yeah, which is like his last is, good movie. I should, should have watched apparently the Grey Man sucks. Cinema. I watched the Grey Man the other day. Yes, I actually, I actually seen, watched the Grey Man because I watched Drive. Have you seen Blade Runner yet? Yeah, I watched it. I wish I watched it at the cinema. I told I you. I know. Yeah, I don't know why I watched it. Definitely, like the trailers didn't really sell me on it. I just feel like I'll just check this out. Because you know those stupid like 
I've ever since Dumb and Dumber 2, I never wanted to watch like a belated sequel. But then it's like, fuck it. And I'm so glad I did because another thing, low expectations equals, and, if, and it's a good movie, it becomes great. And this was, a Blade Runner 49 was a great movie. Who's the villain in 24? Is it Jared Leto? I can't remember. I only I watched it, it in 2017. I know, Harrison Ford's awesome. Ruka Howe is a mad villain in Blade Runner. Do you remember his dialogue? I want to be human. Do sheep scream no, over the... No, it goes like... <laughs> it's like tears in the rain get lost or some bullshit. It's really pretty deep for what it was, though. It's like lost, like tears in the rain. Maybe you should yeah, like... Something like that. I'll give you some time, Tony. You can actually get the quote up. It's good to hear this shit. Yeah, let me just get this right. That's fine. Because I remember when I heard it, I was like, holy shit, that's so deep. And apparently Ruka Howe fucking ad-libbed it. Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay, well, like the whole book, Philip K. Dick, which actually leads me to... The movie we're covering next. So, That's Blade not- Runner Death... Well, Blade Runner Death Monologue, I think it is. Yeah, anyway, so I was going to say this before, but Brad Pitt and Ryan Gosling had to be the most attractive stuntmen ever because <laughs> Cliff Booth and Driver, and they're very similar characters too in a weird way. Both, like, got pasts. They're probably both scorpions. I Maybe we should start using that as a um, descriptor, Tony, yeah. in our movies. Yeah, like that, yeah. Is he a scorpion really like or is that. he a frog? <laughs> Yeah. Let's give a good example. What was the last movie we covered, Tony? Mystic River? Oh, no, it was Money More for Power Rangers. I don't think we can use the frog that much. It's not as cool. You can say... Yeah. Maybe just say, when say is he a scorpion Rangers. or what? <laughs> yeah, well, Ivan Ooze is definitely a scorpion, bro. No, the frog from The Black Ranger, right? Oh, tr- but you know, shit. And there's a scorpion in that movie, too. Yeah. Damn, see? how crazy are our movie connections? We've got a, <laughs> we've got a frog and a accident. scorpion. In both movies, essentially, in a weird way. Well, should this be the Frog and Scorpion trilogy? And metaphorically speaking. So, Tony, before you get to your quote, I just want to give props to maybe the most artistic and thought-through scene. It's probably the elevator scene, right? Give it its flowers. I so, don't know. I don't... I like it. I just it. don't understand it. I don't know why he'd do a deep Well, let me kiss. just let me just like go through it and see if you, something happens. So, they start in the elevator. Old mate's like, oh, wrong floor. They get in. And Gosling... Um, Pings the, uh, pings gun. the gun. Anyway, yeah. so then the lights start to dim. Dreamy scores kicks in again. Slow mo hits. Turns around, starts making out with a pretty um, like emotional scene. And it's overlong. To I feel like oh, it's overlong. No, I- yeah. Well, the thing is, so you've already seen his like scorpion ways as well earlier. So you yeah. just like it's a bit just tension there. Like you're worrying, like oh shit, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Yeah, is she in danger? Yeah, mm. and then. All of a sudden, he demolishes this dude's face with his boot, yeah. which was very visceral and like over the top in a in a good way. I don't know. I, I felt like it wasn't as much gratuitous as like the rest of like that. I don't know the violence is it gratuitous? It's so weird. I feel like if you're not I paying think, attention, I think to it was the like movie, the whiplash of the scene. It's, it makes it worse. If you're like if you're like locked in in this movie, I don't think it's gratuitous. But if you're just like a dumb person, not really like engaging, because I don't know. Maybe the first time I watched it, I thought the violence was way too much. Like, why do I need to see a girl get shotgunned in the face? Which I feel like that probably was the most gratuitous death. But um, yeah. everything else, I feel like is justified you, you, to show you the character. Say, you, you wouldn't say it's this the like the, the, it's a stylish movie, but the deaths are definitely not stylized. The kills are not stylized. They're pretty. They're brutal and realistic, right? Mm, brutal. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, so tell me, what was this uh, quote that you wanted to tell Well, it's not as good as I thought. I think in the, maybe I was drunk. Well, he does deliver it very well, though, Tony. In it's like, I've, I've seen things you, pe- you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tonsior Gate. All those moments would be lost in time, like tears and rain. Yeah, Tony. To die. It's up to you. Do you want me to put in Rodger Howe, yeah, or do you want to keep you in for the audience? Put, no, definitely put Rod- Rodger Howe. Right, I'll put him in. We should just come up with that idea to begin with. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tenhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like tears in rain. But yeah, so so that elevator scene ends right, and she's like staring at him, mm. like she's conflicted, right? Like, is that um, like as you said before, she's very confused. Yeah, she's like, who is this man? Like, he's just meant to be meant to be a kind, quiet soul, but he has this in him. Like, do I know this person? Like, am I making a mistake? Worn in love with him? Well, that's the thing. I think she's in love with him, hundred percent. Yeah, right? and she was never in love with Oscar Isaac. Sadly and did enough. she think she like I can't like. Because she can definitely see, like, the sorrow in his face after he did it. Like, I didn't want you to see this side of me. Mm. And maybe she can see that. You like, mean, oh. they could stop, like, three stomps earlier. <laughs> it was like- You had to make sure it's done, man. No, he probably lost his call to Dude, his, like, like he threatened this family. Yeah, in exactly. A sense, I think. By just being there. And he was, like, threatening Brian Cranston, like, I could fucking kill you. What'd you say? Yeah, anything? that's a good scene, too, because, like- Take care of it. Him driving and, like, him thinking about that incident. Yeah, it's yeah. really good about it's edited. The way it's cut together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is like a born born loser. It's a good system they have though. It's like he supplies the car for the for the Heist. for the jobs. Yeah. And then he fucking just drives. And does he do you think he does he organize the like the jobs too? Like does he go, all right, this guy's number if you if you're doing a job, call well, him. Dude, he has a past, so whatever happens, I feel like maybe they contact him somehow, not Brian Cranston. Not Shannon. I don't think he has anything to do with that side. I think he just supplies the cars. But that, yeah. how perfect is that as like a character device for like someone who's not entirely bad? Like it's definitely grey area because being the driver really doesn't put you in like, you know, you're not a bad person. It's funny actually, you say that. Actually, <laughs> the way that they film all the scenes is we always stay in the car. We don't see the action inside the heist mm. both times. You just stay on him. I remember Tony back in the day. You thought that was a, you said that you hated that in Reservoir Dogs, where you don't yeah, see. Yeah, like, I just want to see it. I want to see the heist. It's like, but then again, the way they tell the story and unfolds, and your imagination takes over. Yeah, you don't need it's, it. Hundred percent. You know, and like, you know, well, budget. I was young, mate. What the hell? You saying you you quoted me when I was like twelve years old, man? That's I'm just saying it's fair. a bad take, bro. It's a bad take. Yeah, it was a bad take. I'm not that man anymore. I'm not that little boy anymore. I'm a man now. You're a man who loves. Road drive, <laughs> probably Gosling. Yeah, see, you're not a man. You're I think little... um the even the opening credits with a pink neon and that song comes on. Yeah, 
I think the credits like match the beat. It's classic it's independent f- Tony. That's why you got the guest vibes. Classic. I don't know how they yeah. do it. They go for this. They must all do the same sort of class. It's the same vibe. It's so insane. Like all the Hollywood movies have the same sort of vibe, and these movies have the same sort of vibe. Yeah, because it can get done cheap. It's cheap. All you need is a really awesome lead actor, because I think that elevates elevates the movie more than a script or a director can. Is that really mm. good? Just charismatic lead. Yeah, and he's got it. Sadly enough, but like, well, who's saying that? Who's better? Who's better? Is it? Got from the guest. What's his name? Dan. Daniel? Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Who's better, Dan Stevens or Gosling? Mm. Who plays a better character? I know they're different, but I've got to definitely go to soft spot for Dan Stevens. Uh, I think it's a better performance, though. Well, we just talking it's about Drive versus the guest. The guest? Yeah. We're talking about those two. And they're, and they're both no names, right? We don't know their names. Yeah, I think he's like uh, no. He gives a fake name. Yeah, I'm but- like I'm like Anthony or something. No, you know his name. You know his name? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name though. But um, and you I don't, don't know, you like the man with no name trope, right? This that would be a good double feature having these two. I don't know which. I think it's important which movie you put first, though. Yeah, have to put the guest. Oh no, you have to put this first. Yeah, put you the guest start off with the slower one. Mm. But no, um, so Tony, apparently this movie gives a lot of thief vibes. I haven't seen the movie Thief. I've seen it, but it has been a while. Is it the same sort of like? It's because. Vibe? I've, it's no, it's, it's. I think Faith is really known for like the thing it did really well was the lead character is a professional. I do a job, like this is the way I do it. I walk like, but that's like, exactly the what he does in this does too, and that's what yeah, Michael Mann, Heat all over. Yeah, same sort of thing. Yeah, I think Mann loves his professionals. I just love the part <laughs> in Heat. How uh, what are they doing? Like they make a noise in the van. Oh, and, and just, just walk straight up, staring like no, it's a, like a good beat, like probably a minute. Well, not a minute, like put twenty, 20 seconds. Yeah, it looks like staring through the thermal camera or something. Yeah, just staring at him. He's just like, we walk. <laughs> Damn it, you idiot! You blew and it. And was like, okay, like he's like yeah. straight onto it. Like, yep. wasn't another guy who was just like, was a seismic? Like, fuck, we're almost there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seismic was like, fuck. Yeah. See, that's movie for professionals. That's something too. Mm. Yeah, you like if you see someone who's good at their job. You're just like, yeah, this is entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Like, even, like, that's what I'm saying, like, The Dark Knight's still so many elements of that. So fun. <laughs> Fucking great. But yeah, he's like crazy. Um, but yeah, Tony, talk about movies that we thought were good. Let's talk about Little Nicky briefly because we both watched that coincidentally, like, recently, both of us. Yeah, I think it was new Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix. I haven't seen it in years. And I thought it was, the movie was crazy bad. Like, <laughs> You enjoyed it when, young, when you were young. Yeah, I loved it when I was younger. So I thought, like, it is a good movie to show Crystal. He, she loves, big fan of Adam Sandler. She loves that's my boy. Don't judge her. You have a very bad radar to show movies, show movies to your fiance. What do you mean? So it ticks so many boxes that she likes. She likes Reese Witherspoon. She likes, she it. loves John Lovitz. He's barely in it. <laughs> I know she's barely in it, but he, she loves him. She loves the whole, like, Snyder, uh, so the whole Sandler gang. San- Sandlerverse. Yeah. But I don't know. She didn't. She just think it was very immature, which it is. And like the dog does some like it's all like fart humor and very not fratty, fratty yeah, very humor, frat yeah. guy. But like he was. Like, this is his peak too. Sandler's like top of his game. What's he done? Happy girl. I think he just 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 did Big Daddy as well. He did Punch Drug hit, Love as well. So he's like critical <sighs> reception. And like, yeah, I can, act, I can act now. Let me just put on this silly voice. <sighs> the silly voice. Get in the flask. Get, get in the flask. <laughs> get in the flask, Adrian. <laughs> like anyone can do that voice too. So it's not even that much of a leap. Um, but like cartel, cartel was good in it though. And Ivan's, what his name is, um, Reese Ivan. Reese, yeah, he was good too. He was going for it. Like he scared me as a kid. and He's still good now. 
Like he definitely, he's committed to it. He's committed. Time. And and then they got like so many cameos, like especially um Tarantino. Fucking <laughs> a mm. boner now. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking is it perfect? I don't know. He actually is he good when he's take, not taking himself so seriously because he sucked in Reservoir Dogs, and he's actually not too bad in Dust or Dawn. But as I said before, in that he plays hidden a, episode, a foot loving creep. <laughs> anyone can do that role. Like the whole like just he's legit him. <laughs> he's playing himself. The guy that loves licking toes full of tequila. Mm-hmm. It's silly. But to, I don't know. There's a part where like. You, Ryan Gosling's supposed to play, show his soft side in this movie. And yeah. um, he's really goofy and like charming at the same time, like with the kid. I don't know. I, I just think it was too authentic. And it totally took authentic. me out of it. No, it's not authentic. I don't know. That vibe. Oh, it just yeah. seems like he was trying trying to be like lovable. I, I, know, I did lose interest when those scenes did come up. Is this, so is this after the factor, after the whole bullet scene? I guess it's all like, I got to go. Or whatever he fucking says. It is sad. He's saying, like, I might not come back. Like, he he, he knows his fate pretty much straight away. Like, i got to protect these kids. Any way I can do that is give the money and take the fall for it. No, I definitely think this movie is good despite itself. Because I think it could have been better. Which I is just, crazy to say. But as I said, low ceiling, high floor. I feel like the, the emotions we feel at the very, very end when he's dying, or you think he's going to die... It's top notch. You feel for that character. You in yeah. It hit me in the feels. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just was like stupid. I feel like he, the end of History of Violence, right? That that climax, how he like takes out the whole cartel, kills old mate. I feel like this wasn't like he's a pretty smart dude. He knows what was going to happen. Why couldn't it just be like a cool scene, like a clever scene, not just like they both stab each other? Like why not just? <sighs> Mate, do you think he was like I trust him, or he always knew he was going to get stabbed in the back, or stabbed in the? It's implied because the way he's smiling for her is like, uh, like I can't make the same promises for you. You have to be on the run, look over your shoulder, but she's going to be safe. Well, he's, think he, he's actually good at delivering that line. What does he say? He says, "All your hopes and dreams, then you're going to have to be on hold for a while." <laughs> it's like for... <laughs> you're going to be looking over your shoulder for quite a long time. But like the stakes are so low, as I said, like. He didn't really do much, but they they didn't really show the big infrastructure of this mob. Like you know, some like especially John Wick, you know, they show like like he's like a big deal, like this you know crime boss. Like I don't feel like there's just too small time of time for me. I guess like they they weren't prioritizing this whole like underworld of gangsters. Well, maybe I that's think that's point. all. Or that's all Gosling wants to be is in the small time anyway. He doesn't want to he's be like, in it at all, man. I feel like he just wants cash. I, he- Dude, you can be the first scene we see him being getaway. He likes driving. He's what this, driving. Okay, that first scene. Pretty cool yes. getaway. How he just walks past the cops, like puts yeah. the jacket on. Too what are the two on. guys in the car? Well, obviously they're going to get out into another vehicle. <sighs> Let's hope so. No, that does, of course, that's the plan. <laughs> Do you think they don't pretty, know the plan? Do you think these are like, was, well, what's he doing? Why is he parked up? I thought it was pretty interesting though. He just like, shit. <laughs> and just walks. Yeah, wait, where's he going? <laughs> yeah, well, what's that movie when they? Call it? Oh yeah, Transporter. Fuck, I love that that scene. They that opening scene. He puts a gun mm, to his head and he's like, the "Drive, best, drive." Who's the best, who's the better driver? Well, clearly fucking Statham. Statham. He knocks a he does a fucking barrel roll to a is crane that, hook, knocks a bomb off, and yeah, he leans. Is that, <laughs> okay, is that, that's number three though, right? Or something? It's number two, I think. Oh, okay. Which, it's definitely not number one. It's number one where that, that oily, like, puts a That's not even dry, him driving, you idiot. No, that's, that's him, a cool action scene. That's though. him shirtless. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, this is kind of like the serious transporter. Like the self-serious, artsy version of the transporter. Mm. 
Remember, like, then they kidnap a chick and just look after. That's fun. That's a oh, that's a fun ass movie. Luke Bed- Luke Benson, what his name is. Yeah, um, and he has Luke he has he has what's his rule? I don't look in the trunk. Like, yeah, I they have the rules package. as well. Like, never look at the, the rule number two. Never look in the package. <laughs> Whatever. <Yeah. laughs> and and they fuck him over on purpose, right? Yeah, or they, don't, they don't want to pay him or something. No, it's like there's a bomb in the car. Like, no, so pretty much he delivers the chick. Then or he picks some up a shit. bomb. I know, yeah, they give him the bomb. Like, I want you to deliver it here. And then I don't know how he works it out. And he comes back through the door. No, he goes to um to a uh, 7-Eleven or something. Yeah, and it blows and up. He walks back to his car. <laughs> and yeah. then, yeah, he rocks back up to the house, kicks everyone's ass. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty baller movie. Fucking fun movie, man. It's like almost like James Bondish. You know who the favorite James Bond is now, Tony, too? What? You have a new front runner for James Bond. Who's going to replace him? Yeah. You know how Idris Elba was a favorite to be yeah, the new for a Bond? Bit, yeah. We have a new favorite now. Who is this? Is it, is it Hiddleston? Tommy Hiddleston? Nope, young? young. Think of the young, like early 30s. Younger. Yeah, he's pretty big deal right now. Especially on is TikTok. It- a lot of girls are like posting videos. I don't know, TikTok stuff. There's a uh, a good hint for you. He was He's dating someone like 20 years his senior. Oh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yes. He does a good he does a really good job in bullet train. Yeah, and he is really going to be the new Bond more than likely. You need someone young and... I don't know. I don't know. You don't rate him? Is he American? Could he be the first American? I don't know. He's oh, British. He's British. definitely British. So, he probably is. probably why he's a favourite because, I don't know, I, I, was, think, I was looking at his interview. You have to have... What's the word? Charm? More class. <laughs> oh, class. I feel, yeah, I feel like he doesn't have the class. You can pull off class, bro. Nah, Come on. Nah. Have you not seen Quicksilver? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He doesn't seem... He doesn't He doesn't seem he can play high society like all the other Bonds can. <laughs> That's true. Like, that's what I think with Daniel Craig, especially the first one. He's like playing poker and shit. Definitely that kind of like arrogant air to him. Piers Brosnan was the same. Um, I know, Tony, but I was looking at the interview with, um, what's his name? Stupid Spider-Man, Tom Holland. So, he was yep. like, they were talking about the, the role. This is like um, Will Smith, like that movie, that Birds in Disguise, with that fucking crap, it was Spies in Disguise. Spy, I think it's called. Whatever it is. And there's like, oh, Will Smith could be the new James Bond. And he's like, oh, American Bond. Like, you can totally tell, like, I think the Brits want him to keep, yeah, yeah, they keep love him it. British. Yeah, I think 100%. they do. Keep the uh, thing there. This is, like, our, oh, yeah. this is our role. Could be the first American one? We need a, we need a, a classic Australian, like, well, spy. Actually, Tony, Lazenby. No, I'm saying- Wasn't he a Bond, briefly? Yeah, one movie, mate. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, like everyone's trying count. to get out of canon. I th- hey, in the box set, you know, they got all the Bonds posing no, side by side. Poor he's guy. on there. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's on there, is he? From- yeah, he's on there, but I don't know. It's but weird. You kind of need someone like a shit person to like take over for like one you need like, an iconic. I role. feel like you need a like someone really unknown. You can't have someone too famous. Like no, that's a, that's a, it worked perfectly for Roger Moore because you put Lazenby in it because no one's gonna ever top Connery. You give it, like Bond a bit of a t- bad taste, and then you yeah, get Connery- Roger Moore in there. So damn, it's a bit yeah. different. Tony kind of invented the character, pretty much invented the character, like the way you meant to play it. Who cares, man? I like our Bond. Because, you know, everyone's got like a Superman, everyone's got like a Bond. We're Brosnan, right? Yeah, we're Brosnan. Clearly, yeah, bro. Goldeneye. But Craig's pretty good. Yeah, Craig's good. Oh, like, we can't claim him. I don't well, know. I feel like those movies Craig's movie's got- so much better than Bronson. It's not fair. Yeah, but. Skyfall and Casino yeah, so I think it's more of an like- error thing, Tony. Yeah, that's only two good movies. I don't really rate his movies anyway. Like, I like. Goldeneye. Wait, what's the second best Bronson? Probably Gold, the one with uh, the one, guy who can't sure. feel pain. Tomorrow's the world's not enough. Whatever, whatever yeah. that is. I like that one. But God knows he's his best. Dum, um, dum, dum, dum. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do like the beat, like the action scenes, score. 
Like it is like a good beat, like good techno beat. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, like, that's good. I know, but I feel like if if Brian Gosling never looked like that good, she never would have fell for him. If he was like an ugly dude, you think it was all more looks than anything? I feel like. Well, I feel like that's the sad thing about life. Like if you're ugly, I, you're I mean, fucked. I mean, usually, it's only at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, but you still need that. That's why ugly dudes get in the friend zone first. But that's the thing. It's like in. it's like that in every like a new industry, a new job. You just need a chance to get in. Like, yeah, to, but exactly. Look, that's what King of Comedy is about. Really? Yeah. Yes. So you, you just watch this at the cinema. You're on your Scorsese film run. Yes. Movies you've watched so far. Is, are... So the first one was Taxi Driver, ten out of ten. The next week I watched Raging Bull, ten out of ten. Damn. The week after I watched Goodfellas, ten out of ten. Yeah, clearly. And then I watched King of Comedy, which was probably a nine, eight out of ten. Yeah, uh, do you know it's good? It's pretty much four for four because I've enjoyed him. Oh, so much. The thing is, you're watching it the perfect way, at the cinema, in your seat, complete focus, complete atmosphere. Yeah. You're going to get the best result watching it. And plus, yeah. you already know Scorsese's a genius. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, De Niro is in every single one of them. Was Jerry Lewis so good in it, Tony? Yeah, he's good. One scene where he's like, he's pissed off because Rupert Pumpkin like kind of breaks into his house. He's just like, the angry his face. It's so real. I don't know, the, the way he's, he's emote. Apparently it was... um. Oh no, this is trivia, but De Niro's like being anti Semitic to him, like between takes to piss him off. Oh. Yeah, he's too yeah. he's too good of an actor. De he's Niro. too method. De he's De playing these games, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's on another level. I do have appreciation for him, but again, Pacino is more likable. I think because he's more of a movie movie star than De Niro. But he ch- must be saying, man, we said this the other day driving home. The cocaine he took on Scarface changed his Wrecked career him. trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> he went from like being a little bit more stoic and quiet and like not so <laughs> not over the top, <laughs> not going, not going for it every scene. But yeah. now, yeah, he's, he's just. But which what we love about him is that energy he brings. Yeah. Um. So the part where so you know where the part he's working under the car, do you know what he's even doing there or what? And what? I mean, Ryan Gosling, driver, is working under the car. I had to like look what I got. No idea, mate. He's. He's not doing anything he's, too crazy. He's being a mechanic. He's looking at things. Yeah, he's just he's changing fitting. the oil. No, he's fitting an exhaust. But okay. I'm like, I normally just try because I think the first time I watched it, like, he's a scene where he's like with the ratchet, just buffing his arms up. It's like, I was because I remember that part from 2011. I was like, okay, I'm going to actually see what he's actually doing because most actors, I love the like super cuts of like actors like just swinging a hammer. hammer or something. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. Um, but yeah, he actually you know doing enough where it's not egregious. But do you know what? Do you know what? Gosling did for preparation for this movie. What? He restored a 1973. What was it? In other words, he shadowed someone. He shadowed someone doing it. He would have been yeah, like an maybe. apprentice. But that's that's what he's doing. Like he was actually on the tools, mate. I mean, the shit he was wearing too. He's working on the car like a Henley fucking yeah, like button fucking, up, like what <laughs> greased up. Yeah, mate, you're not wearing that shit. I work like on similar, like good. larger gear. You just wear like he probably sabotaged his neighbor's car, so she has to bring it in. Ooh. No, nah, I doubt it. Nah, but, it's um, pretty diabolical. Good. It's diabolical. The scene where they're negotiating like his terms with like that guy, and he writes off yeah. "fuck off" on his hand. That was a oh yeah. I so love this that. Is for her, this this is your cut. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck actually, yeah, there's some actually very good dialogue. Like even that's memorable. Like such so many good dialogues. Like when he's like, uh, I "Can't shake your hands. My my hands are dirty." So, so oh, do you think that's good? That's good. Oh my god. 
trailer moment. And what's another good one? Yeah, trailer moment. When Perlman's not- like, like $300,000 for this car. Like, I want, I want to be able to, like, people to see how much money I spent on my car. Yeah, he's like, he looks at the red caddy or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, what you say? It's like, um, and that is one motherfucking finest pussy mobile. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm just saying. Pussy mobile. <laughs> so yeah, it's in my bottle. Yeah. There's one motherfucking fine-ass mobile. What the fuck? I said it again. Pussy mobile. mobile. Do oh, we need to put that in? I'll put, we'll put that in as well, bro. Yeah, After put that in. Stumble. Yeah, please. I will. <laughs> I do like that scene. Now this, that is one motherfucking fine-ass pussy mobile motherfucker. Shannon, sell them the cars. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what movie other than Hellboy does Ron, Ron Perman have a chance to actually shine? Because I know like he's, he's in desperation, he is shining, but it's like underheard movie. I know like he, like, all Mick Garris, like little roles, like Sleepwalkers and shit, he's good. In. But yeah. what, what movie is he like the star? Like I go... I don't know, I go look his IMDb, but not many. He's more he, supporting actor. I know like in um, Sons of Anarchy, he brings a lot. You do, oh, actually, Tyra, it's funny, funny to say that. So, yeah, so Ron Perlman replaced Scott Glenn as uh, Clay Monroe. You see, I got that, the guy. So, that's a Lambs. He Sons plays... Uh, and he's in um, Training Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good in that. But, yeah, shot, so, he's going to say, shut up. <laughs> so, apparently, the like, the person who made the show, probably Scott Glenn was playing it a bit more interpretationally. So, he's not, like, straight in your face, like, I'm the boss. Like, he was doing some weird stuff. Like and very subdued or something. I mean, Ron Perman, bro, just like he's the boss. Like he's the big dog. That's what that's what I love about him. <laughs> yeah. Plays a piece of shit well. About actually, him I thought here. Nino, which is Ron Perlman's character, I thought he had put more of a fight. He just runs in the water. I know. He just runs away. Shit. But then again, that mask is pretty creepy. Yeah, it's the mask, right? The stupidest fucking thing I've seen in a movie. A six man was better <laughs> when it comes to like dealing with masks and shit. You know what but they masks didn't... are fucking exactly. They don't deal with masks. That's like a. I think that's like a. What do you call that? A movie sin. Like, <laughs> like Mission Impossible, bro. How much like plot device? How much do you use as a plot device? Yeah. All right, so this. shut your mouth. I'll kick your teeth down your throat and shut it mm. for you. It kind of reminds me of uh, that scene in Mission Impossible too. How like he's like killing his own friend, and it yeah, turns that's out it was. Cool. That's why I thought you'd say, like, quoting that, like, shut the fuck up, cook your teeth down your throat. It's like, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? Shut your mouth. I'll kick your teeth down your throat and I'll shut it for you. All right, so, final thoughts on Drive, 2011 artsy independent feature. Tony, um, Do you think it's expertly directed? I love the way the camera moves. Uh, the pace of the movie, it does, it's a little up and down. Like you were saying, it should have been wrapped up after Oscar Isaac's his death. I, I agree with that. But um, I think the best thing about this movie is probably Gosling's character and how cool he is. Like he is, he, you think he's a superhero? Like essentially, like the he's very stoic. I guess the word you want to use. And like Gosling just embodies that character so well. Um, it's a toothpick. He like all he does is the little smirks, and that's enough to show that he's in control. Of, like almost every situation. So. You're more of a fan of him than the movie, by the sounds of it. Yeah, I think I'm on a little uh, p- uh, Gosling. G- Gosling. Gosling run right now. A Gosling yeah, and grab. the soundtrack is awesome. I've already Spotified like two songs. Two, yeah, <laughs> You said this about number 23, Tony. I want to tear you apart. <laughs> that bad, I feel like that's going to have the same sort of legs, Tony. No, I know that first song, the opening song of the movie. 
I think they'll they'll stay on my rotation for a bit. Mm. So, but no, movie, I'll give it a a good yeah. nine out. Same level as King of Comedy. Damn, definitely different movies too. Definitely different movies. But. Do you feel like a Joker vibe as well, Tony? Have you seen Joker yet? Oh, dude, it's a fucking carbon copy. Fucking pieces of shit. But what's his name? Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips. And I kind of feel bad for Joaquin Phoenix too because. I know he's a good copying, performance though. Was he copying? Um, ah, it's almost the same character. Like he doesn't know, he doesn't realize how big of a loser he is, and how kind of disturbed. Hey, he didn't is you well. say De Niro couldn't play a loser? No, I said he's not a like. I said he can play a loser, but it's a psychotic loser. He's not a likable loser. I said he cannot play a likable loser. So he's not likable in King Comedy. Nah, it's he's more sad in King. So I should anything. watch it because I love. I'm a huge Scorsese. Dude, you definitely watch it. Holy shit. Man, I love it's The so Aviator, good. and people don't like The Aviator as much as me. Oh, I'm a little overlong, but no, it's good. Leo. Right. Well, I'll check it out. Um, so this movie, um, perfect example why a kid needs a father, because I feel like Ryan Gosling needed a daddy. <laughs> nah. Um, I don't know. I think there's something very special about the quietness of it all. And like, I don't know, the path it sets out on this movie kind of limits itself too, because he wants to have his cake and eat it too with his whole like slow scenes and like long drawn out like stairs like you know it's almost like a picture tells a thousand words like a scene where they're just at a dinner table everyone's like just looking at each other like yeah Gosling just had a little smirk on his face yeah yeah okay we, we know this is a good happy that's what he needs to convey the emotion that's all he needs to convey yeah it does good. convey enough but people can see that as boring that's why shorty would be good to be like telling me oh do you it's not get it? You don't get it. You just don't get it. You, you have to be spoon-fed. And sometimes it's not bad to be spoon-fed information or spoon-fed, like, a good scene. No, don't, I don't want to see a shadow of, like, the major bad guy collapse. So there's things that I wanted more, but the whole part, when it definitely hits its high point, was this is why it's rated so high. Like, it has a lot of rewatch value for that reason. Yeah. The whole, the violence is good. Even though you had a bit of whiplash for it, but I don't know, had a really good time watching it. Definitely watched it again. Definitely surprised me, but wasn't as good as Tony thought it is, or it could be. But per, were you wrong taste, about this movie, Shane? Yes or no? You were wrong about this movie. Um, I, I was wasn't. wrong. I was definitely wrong. I thought this movie was a piece of shit. Fucking love it now. Yeah, I love like the best movies now. I've seen this year. I've seen fucking four Scorsese movies this year. I went from um, hating it to liking it. I don't think yeah, I was so in the love stage. Yeah, I was. I'm glad I rewatched it, so I'm ha- happy for that. But there are better movies with the same similar tone. Um, okay. Just don't press me which movies they are. But um, I don't. That's a shorty move, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I say that. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner is better than this, and I feel like it's the same sort of vibe. Um, Twenty forty nine. You mean? No, Gosling. both. It's only vibe. Both movies, the original and the sequel. All right, okay. so Oscar picks. Tony, I don't have to tell you what you're doing. I think but... i got to go best director because <sighs> I'm pretty sure he'll he'll pick the uh, soundtrack out too and all the shots. I'm not picking the soundtrack out. No, I'm saying the director would be saying, I want this song, this song. I want the camera here. I want the camera doing this. Well, he decides silence and stuff, so yeah, that's a good pick. I, I want best director. Best director. And you go lead actor, I'm guessing. Um... I don't know, I think Ron Perlman did something. Nah, he can't give it to him. He's not in enough scenes. But uh, I'd give a, support a, a nomination actor. to him. Like He definitely, dude, that's so, so crazy. If you can be, would the movie be better, which I don't think it's a fact, but if Albert Brooks 
and Ron Perlman's Traded Places. I don't think it's a better movie. I feel like he's a really good Perlman as that little little punchy, like hit a few scenes and like you don't want him to be the major protagonist for some reason. Antagonist, you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah. You don't want him to be the main antagonist for some reason. He's just good where he is there. But if you have someone to be like, so he supports someone else. Like, I don't know. I don't know who you can replace Albert Brooks with, but as I said before, a bit of stunt casting. So I'm going to give mine just to the casting of the movie because I love us, Isaac. I love Brian. <sighs> it, is a, it is a great cast, but I don't think we've ever done that before. Best the casting cast. director. Well, best oh. ensemble. Whatever, man. I'm going to give the Oscar, Oscar to the ensemble. Even though Albert Brooks brings it down a tiny bit, he was still mm. fine, serviceable. Um, yeah, casting director. Give him the Oscar. There's not, there's not much rules. We have to go to the categories that Oscars actually do, do we? No, I'm just, like, he just says that. The, all right. It's so ensemble the casting director film. killed it. All right. He did a good job. Right. <laughs> you give it to the casting director, not to the ensemble. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'll give it to Gosling, all right? You happy now? <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted. That means I can go to sleep. He does, well, he does drive. He does drive the booby. So yeah. he's the main thing. And yeah, it is. It, when he do, he's the whole reason when it does. You know, pick up a bit when he just stares in the camera and he, like starts to shake or whatever he does. Does this yeah. weird, yeah, socially, re- yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, so we're in the podcast the same way with three clues for the next episode. Um, should I save the clues, Tony, for after our Bridget Terry Biffia? Because Bridget Terry Biffia will be the next episode out. Sorry for will the delay. Will be the next episode out? Yeah, Bridget. No, so it'll be Drive, then Bridget Terry Biffia. And then 21? No, we're going to get away from the gambling pod. But we're going to do, I think, Jordan. So our I brothers, think 21 would be a good movie to cover, though. We can cover it later. It's fine. Technically, Bridget Terry Brief will be our end of Coming of Age trilogy. We've had two episodes in between, which is Money Morphin and this. That's Scorpion Frog trilogy. Scorpion Frog trilogy. Damn. No, duology. <laughs> is it duology? I don't know how to say it. Two well, movies. The- we could actually add that. I'm trying to think of the movie I wanted to pick. But anyway, Scorpion so we're gonna frog. do so we're gonna do um, a podcast with our first female guest. So it would have been Claire, which is one of our but very close really, friends. We don't, but we, we haven't haven't organized it yet. But um, we will. So Claire, if you listen to this, you are next girl on the docket. We're doing it with our brothers Quentin, which you met briefly in Mighty Morphin. Our first official guest. Host. Our first official guest. His partner is coming on. Name's Jordan. She's a fun, loving. Awesome chick. She, we told her we're doing. I don't doing think she's going to listen to this man. You don't have to talk her up so much. Yeah, no. But we, do, she wanted to do Bridget Terry Griffier. <laughs> she was very keen on it, and we're like, okay, cool. She's like, I want to do Twilight, and she wanted to do another film. What was that, Tony? I don't remember. There's another new film she suggested. Uh, I don't know. So either way, um, Eclipse, New Moon. Yeah, she wanted to do the whole trilogy, but we'll space them out. <laughs> Saga. So hopefully, she's going to be a great addition for. She's not going to be a permanent host, but she'll be on the next run of movies. Um. How are you going to end the movie, Tony? All right. So, obviously, he's, I don't know, somehow, because he, he's got he's going to Mexico or something. He's leaving town. He's going to find someone, do another job, and it turns out it's going to be against the Toretto family. And then, obviously, oh and then, eventually, he's going to be a part of the Toretto family because that's how it always works. The villain becomes, like, a family member, eventually. As far as it's lazy, but I didn't think of it until now. All right. So, my one is, he's, like, bleeding in the guts. He's like, fuck this. I'm not going to leave that money there. So, he turns around, grabs the money. I know it's supposed to be symbolic. I don't know what the hell he left the money for. So, I just it's, always it's not about the money. Off. Some people just want to watch the get, world. Get away clean. 
be happy. Anyway, so he gets some money. He goes see a vet. Vet stitches him up. Gives him like, you know, heaps of cash. Picks up <laughs> his girl and the son and say, we're living our new life in Mexico. And then he bumps into the Toretto family. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and they just have, lazy. And they, they toast. Lazier. Yeah, I know. I know. In movies, bro, I hate it when they like leave the money. There's something about when you're a kid, just like like to see them. Just your greed. Take it. Your greed in you. Even like when they turn down hot chicks in movies too. How annoying is that? What are you doing? <laughs> How could you? Yeah, it's like, damn, she's too fun. But um, okay, so want to sign off of anything, Tony? Uh, I've well, we got finished with a quote of this movie. I feel like the quote I like. Fucking frog. There's so many quotes. Actually, no. Shut the fuck up, you fucking monkey. <laughs> what? That's a quote. <laughs> and and Wait, it's, uh, who says Albert that? Brooks says it to Cook. Just when he gets, yeah, his neck stabbed just before. He's right? like, I-, I could take care of him. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, that was a good scene too. He's like, now, now you can up my mess. <laughs> yeah. That's, see, that's a good quote. But that, these whole lines, they're on the verge of being lazy, dude. Like, I call, like of course you're going to say that. They're punchy. They're very punchy. Yeah. It's like, are you doing a commercial or something? This is what a commercial writer would do. Uh well, it makes it feel more big budgety, I guess. Mm, I know. So I'll do. This is the quote I'm going to do. I got this sweet job coming up. How about this? You shut your mouth. I could get teeth down your throat, and I'll shut it for you. I know it's better than your one. <laughs> She's the fuck up, you fucking monkey. <laughs> I'm not going to end with that because that's, that's too much racial undertones. What was it? Uh, what's the other one I was saying before? I couldn't say it. I was, this is my last chance. All right. All right. That if no one's haven't tuned out yet, this is a, a good chance to give me your last chance. All right. So Ron Perlman says when he sees the red car, <laughs> there's one. <laughs> okay. There's one yeah. motherfucking fine ass pussy mobile motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's how. But we're gonna add that already, Tony. Remember? But no. But you got me nailing it at the very end. Really. Everyone wants to hear that. Everyone wants to see the hero succeed. I want to. I want to. I'm like the underdog trying to like finally get something right. What? Why does that character remind me of someone else? Ron Perlman's character in this. I don't know. Like it reminds me of someone else. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna end the movie with a Ron Ron Perlman quote from real real life. No, no, but make sure you have the song. Yeah, playing over it. So in high school, I I got my first play and. Um, I started doing these plays over and over and over again. By the my my freshman year in college, I did um, Guys and Dolls. I played Sky Masterson, the lead role. And uh, the performances were Thursday to Sunday. And my dad, my mom, the whole family came on the opening night, Thursday night. And uh, we went out afterwards. We had dinner and everything. And then on Friday night. I come out from backstage after the show and I got a whole bunch of friends I'm supposed to go out with and, and uh, I see my dad all by himself and I go, Pop, I didn't know you were coming, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going out with friends, man, I mean, I just, he said, no, no, it's all right, it's all right, I was just checking, you know what I mean? He said, no, no, go ahead, go have a good time. I'll see you, I'll see you later, I'll see you at home. And the next day we're driving in the car and he said, I just had to find out if what I saw Thursday night was, was a fluke. 
or whether it was real. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you have to do this. He said, you understand that? I go, I think so. He goes, you got to do this. So he gave me permission to be an actor, you know, which is like, wow. And then it was gone, your life. So I know I have to do this. Chevy Impala, most popular car in the state of California. No one will be looking at you. <laughs>